All right, welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast. We've been off the air here for, uh, took a couple week break, just trying to uh, maneuver through this quarantine and the COVID-19 stuff. Uh, today is April 15th, and uh, we are right in the midst of it all here. Yeah, yeah, social distancing here, coming with you live via Zoom. And yep. uh, we're, it's just like a real newscast now. Everybody's at their house. Uh, and what better way to reach out to you guys and uh, give us, you know, we just want to give you our take on everything that's happening. And, of course, we don't know any more than anyone else does at this point what's going to happen. But but uh, we can talk about what we know and what we think, you know. Yeah, and we should probably address that. We should probably address that for a moment. Any of you listening on the actual podcast and not watching this on YouTube, you're going to notice a difference in the audio quality. We usually have studio mics and a nice HD camera, but uh, yeah, today it's, it's all Zoom, you know, yep. in the spirit and then those of, of you, quarantine. more importantly, those of you that are uh, watching video, they're going to notice something completely different without Sean. <laughs> he's got his quarantine beard going. Right, right. You know, well, you know, as pilots, uh, you know, professional employees in general, usually you, you don't get to grow a beard. So I thought, right. why not? I wasn't <laughs> expecting all the gray that came in, though, but uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, looks good, man. Looks good. Yeah. Good. So uh, awesome. So, yeah, let's uh, th this podcast, we're going to be talking about, you know, just what the heck's going on from, you know, our perspective of, of talking to our colleagues and, you know, we, we both got buddies in the airlines. Of course, we're both corporate pilots and uh, just give you our take of, of what's happening right now uh, from the right. inside and uh, our, our two cents on what we think is going to uh, spin out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. And let's start off by saying the kind of the format is going to be we're going to talk about the severity of what's happening. And it is really bad. Uh, but uh, then at the end, don't don't quit the video halfway through, because at the end, we'll talk about what we think is a very positive spin on this. But but uh, uh, yeah, to start off, I mean, we made that coronavirus video, what, a month ago, Sean, when this was first starting to break. I, yeah. I think there were, yeah, very few cases in the U.S., if any, at the time. I have to go back and review it. And, uh, you know, I was in, we were staying kind of on top of this, and we uh, had great fear that this could be a very serious situation with the aviation industry. Uh, but, again, we didn't really know. Um, it was more of a, a story because it was like, man, look at how bad this could be really. Uh, um, well, what's unfolded here for aviation is worse than what we could have thought was the worst scenario possible at the time. But basically, we've got this virus spreading, and, and I know everyone knows this is watching, but um, it's causing people, number one, not to travel because of work-related and gathering issues. Number two, not to want to be on an airplane because they don't want to be next to people. Um, and number three, not having the economic uh, uh, not the economic resources to travel anymore. And maybe fourth on top of that is everybody's using their vacation and they're off now, so they may not want to go on vacation, you know, once this is all over. So uh, this is a uh, dramatic, dramatic problem for the airlines in particular, not just yep. airlines corporate too, but just to highlight, I got an article here from uh, USA Today, and I had heard this, and I just Googled it real fast. Now, this is from April 8th, 
but it shows that the TSA screened on April 8th, 97,130 travelers total in one day in the entire United States. Uh, you know, uh, you know, in Atlanta, Hartsfield, sometimes a million travelers go through in one day. Yeah, right? uh, it's uh, actually uh, a little over 300,000 people. Their, their usual is 300,000 people a day go through Atlanta, Hartsfield. It and, says uh, it was 90% fewer flyers than the same day of the year before. Yeah, I just saw, uh, I, I read something uh, yesterday that uh, they usually have 2,600 flights a day um depart atlanta or in and out of atlanta and yesterday or last at the end of last week there was uh 1200 flights a day and usually those 2600 flights are packed i mean there's not yeah. usually many seats left on those airplanes the airlines figured out how to make money and that's don't let the airplane pull away from the gate unless every seat has a butt in it and uh the, those those airplanes that were leaving atlanta now have they're empty one or two people in it. I just posted that video a couple weeks ago. The last video I posted to the channel was uh, me taking the airplane to paint, which is the only time yes. I've flown in uh, going on two months now. And uh, the air, the airports were empty. I was one of a dozen people in the airports. One airplane I connected and I, one airplane had four people on it. The other airplane had three people on it. I mean, it was weird. Three major international airports. If you guys haven't seen that video, it's pretty yes, it eye-opening. But yeah, I, I yeah, also just well, saw the just airlines. Interject. Yeah. Yeah. It's one, it's one thing, Sean, to sit here and talk about these numbers. But when you watch that video uh, right. that, that you made and you actually see them, those airports make it like that it is a whole nother perspective so yeah it's very eerie it was very weird i mean yeah the airlines have already lost in 2020 uh they've already lost 314 billion in ticket sales that they that they normally would have had already in 2020 and that number is 25 percent higher than anything anybody was expecting you know all their best number right. crunchers at the airlines so we're already not only are we on uncharted ground but we're beyond that into stuff they couldn't even foresee yes um, yeah almost all the airlines are saying they're uh you know this is worse than 9-11 you know it's the yeah it's, yeah, you're it's hearing bad. it's like 9-11 and the financial crisis all rolled into one, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, 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 it's not good. Um, so the we airlines are getting help, though. The airlines are getting help. We got that, uh, Yeah. you know, it, it, right off the bat, there was the CARES Act. Um, I think that was uh, $58 billion or something to keep the airlines, you know, uh, from firing people. And yeah. get, you know, to keep their employees paid through the end of September. Yeah, um, but that wasn't good enough. Last week, uh, the airlines were back at the government lobbying for more money. And uh, I guess it was, um, let me see, it was the airline industry package. Uh, just glancing at some notes I took here. And that was another, that just went through over the weekend or on Monday morning here. And that was another uh, $32 billion to uh, keep the airlines going you know, all their expenses and everything, which I guess uh, it takes 10 to $12 billion a month to keep all these airlines flying around empty airplanes. It's unbelievable. 
Yes, and that money is going to be dispersed through uh, all the majors, you know, American, United, Delta. Um, and then there's also a couple of uh, discount carriers that slipped in there, like Allegiant Frontier and uh, one huge regional operator, Sky West. But everything I've been seeing, the people who are the majors, of course, they're going to survive and do whatever. But the, the losers in this thing are going to be these regional airlines. Mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, they they are not from everything I've researched, they are not necessarily allowed to have any of that money or not getting any of that money hmm. for wow. whatever reason. As of now, I mean, but. Uh, right, yeah. right. And then it's part of this bailout money that the government has, has got a lot of conditions that they put into that, like they could be on the board. They can't do stock buybacks, which is crazy. I mean, uh, I, I actually yeah. didn't even pay much attention to what a stock buyback really was until I started really reading into this. But but uh, just to tell our viewers quickly what that means, because you hear a lot of that uh, in, in talk at these bailouts. But, right. but basically, you know, you have an airline like, De they all do it, you know, an airline like Delta or American or whatever. And a lot of their executives are paid off of uh, stock. Their, their actual compensation is not that high. But, you know, they get a ton of company stock. And when the company stock does well, then they make a ton of money. Well, uh, which, which is uh, on the outside looking in is a great system. You know, if your management does well, then you're, um, you, you know, then the whole company does well. So it's an incentive based pay. But what they end up doing is they take company profits and they use those profits to buy stock, which actually, so the company buys back stock. That's where the terminology comes, which then inflates the stock price, which makes all the shareholders happy, but it also makes all the managers happy, but it kind of, artificially inflates it well the, the 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 issue with that is is now they don't have any reserve cash like you look at a company with a strong balance sheet like apple that has all this cash you know they they go over a hurdle like this like it's nothing the airlines have a burn rate of you know all this money per day and it's only sustainable for 30 days or whatever they haven't saved any money because they spent all the profits not upgrading their airplanes not putting their money in a fund just in case they have to weather something like this, but instead using it to inflate their stock prices. So the government's like, nah, we're not, we're not having that. So if you take this money, you can't do that. And then I know they're going to have a say on a lot of things with it. So right. there's yeah, I think they changes. can't, uh, if they take the money, they're not allowed to furlough employees. They have to maintain routes. Well, certain routes. I think that was some of the back and forth they were having, um, you know, what routes they can drop, what routes they can't. Yes. And uh, yeah, there are there are strings attached to this money. Yeah. And then there was also uh, some arguing about whether this was going to be a grant or whether they're going to have to pay this thing back. Right. Right. And, and if you could, because you got more airlines experience than me, Sean, but talk about this is something the viewers may not understand, too. So it's my understanding when they run those flights sometimes that with there's only a couple passengers on it. A lot of times they're running what's called belly freight. So the airlines will run uh, cargo. Uh, like U.S. mail and packages and all that stuff that you don't see. Uh, and that's part of the route, too. And they get compensation for that. Is that true? So this is actually it's, it's funny you mentioned that I was going to bring it up uh, if you didn't. But um, this is actually something they've been pushing for. There's always freight on on passenger airliners, but yeah. only certain things are allowed to be on there. And uh, I don't 
Oh, we have to value jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was they were hauling company material on that one. Um, but oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, a settlement. Those were oxygen generators. Yeah, they were okay, aircraft yeah. parts. They were they were just moving. Uh, anyway, but there's always freight on passenger airliners, but it's it's very regulated. There's there's only certain things that are allowed to to travel there. You know that's why we have UPS, FedEx, whatever. Otherwise, they would just you know be using the airlines. But they're trying to pass something now to allow more stuff on the airlines that was not allowed before. And I gotcha. don't know where all those lines are. You know, a, you know, a list of what is and what can't go on there, but. Um, right, that right. is something they're working on right now. Um, Isn't there required <laughs> slots too? Like they can't just cancel the flights. Like they have slots at all these airports, and they have to yeah. maintain that. Right, right. So yes, absolutely. And I don't know. I'm not an expert on that, but yeah, yes, that is absolutely one of the things that um, you know if they're taking this money that they have to maintain. You know, their route schedule service and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, man, what a what I mean, they may not have eight flights a day going from Miami to New York, but, you know, they got to at least maintain a flight a day, Miami to New York, you know, that kind of thing. I got you. I got you. Well, let's talk briefly, too, about how this has affected corporate aviation, which is the world that we're in right now. Sure. Uh, you know, what, what have you been up to, Sean? <laughs> I, uh, not a whole lot. I mean... I've just been uh, spending a lot of time with the kids, you know, working in the yard, trying to do projects around the house. And, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, I'm ready to go back to work. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, me too. That's the same thing here. You know, if you think about, so corporate has no restrictions on it. Okay. I mean, we can, if you have your own jet right now, you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want. Right. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the issue is where are you going? Right. So there's yep. really only three reasons you would use your private plane for to go to a meeting. Well, no one's doing that, right? Because you don't want to meet with anybody. Uh, maybe a convention. Uh, none of those. So no events. Uh, or maybe you go on vacation. Nobody's doing that either, right? So there's no, there's, there's really, unless it's essential business where you're transporting, like, uh, you know, I hear we've got some major retailers in town they're doing. Uh, flights to have meetings with Walmart or you're meeting with the government in Washington, D.C., something essential. But a lot of that they're doing like on this Zoom, you know. So uh, there's just not a whole lot of flying going on. Um, some of it's extracting people. But, uh, yep. you know, this family member's here and they want to go here. Most of the flights that I'm seeing, though, uh, in our hangar is moving the owners around from their houses, you know, because no one wants to stay in a hotel. Um, so, you know, they may be here because they want to be in this house and then, you know, this happens or there's restrictions happen. So then they're back over here. Uh, but just just the, not a lot of action, man. Um, uh, it really. I mean, is that what your missions have been, Sean? Yeah, the only. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I right at the beginning, I took some people down to Key West, like right when they were starting <laughs> when, when they were starting to. Uh, I don't know that true quarantine had been issued yet, but uh, I remember it was close enough to everything beginning that I remember thinking, this is silly. You guys want to go on vacation to Key West. And they were supposed to be down there a week and three days into it, they called me to come pick them up. And that's when everything was already, it was spun up. I mean, there were states quarantining and um, right. 
Yeah, they were all the restaurants were shut down uh, at that time, and yeah, and that was the last right. real flight I had done. And yeah, and then I took an airplane to the paint shop, which was the video that I I posted. That video, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, nothing. I mean, there is nothing happening except for uh, the story you were just telling me about uh, before we hit the record button here on uh, you know the, the fire sale airplane. Uh, yeah, we're having an operator shut down, unfortunately. Um, it's it, 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 at least not yet. The layoffs in the corporate world are not as severe as what you're seeing in the uh, in the uh, um, in the uh, airline world. But uh, you know, we're definitely going to see some and more and more uh, operators selling airplane or streamlining. The thing is, though, when you have an asset like this, uh, it's not that easy to sell a jet right now. And if you have it, sometimes you might as well use it. So this may shake out kind of over time. And, you know, but the strong companies always have a need for, for, for uh, airplanes. You know, it's kind of like uh, the old Warren Buffett quote, right? When the tide goes out, you can see who's been swimming with their clothes off, right? right. So we'll, we'll see some of these, uh, uh, another slang term would be, uh, I, I hate to even say it's a little harsh, but nickel millionaires that, that had uh, uh, leveraged themselves and bought their, these jets and things. And now they're like, oh, my God, you know. But I, I, I don't want to be that harsh. I mean, there's a lot of really, really rich people, too, that, you know, are in a business that are devastated by this. I mean, the tourism business and all that. So I, I shouldn't even joke with those terms. But, but yeah, right. you're, you're definitely going to see corporate pilots get laid off, too. I mean, spending this is right. not a good situation. By and large, though, I really believe that the corporate world will – bounce back quicker once the quarantines are lifted and people are at least allowed to go out to restaurants and stuff i mean and uh yes. business spins back up i i it's my belief that the corporate world will pick up pretty quick now well, the I airlines the airlines are a different story i predict that the airlines will be one of the last businesses to recover period and as a matter of fact i don't think that they're going to reemerge looking anything like the airlines that we, uh, we, we had in January. <laughs> or yeah. Um, yeah. It, just a quick comment on that. The corporate side of things, th this, this virus has actually, you know, spooked a lot of people and uh, it's, it has caused, I have heard on the charter side, charters, private jet rental, a slight uptick, uh, you know, the travels down, but people don't want to get on an airliner. So, uh, somebody right. that would, had the money, but they're like, nah, I, 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 I'll just take the airlines. It's cheaper. You know, it's wasteful uh, to, to rent a private jet. Now they're like, well, you know, uh, I, maybe we'll charter because then I, I know I can go with my family. I know exactly who's on there, all that kind of stuff. And then, I mean, uh, aircraft ownership looks real appealing right now. You can go anywhere you want with no, you know, in your clean airplane with, you know, yeah. Uh, sure. with no restrictions and then you know the amount of airline flights is going down so uh you can't get to places is convenient without going through connecting in some dirty airport you well know? that's what i was going to say that's one of the you know when i say the airlines are going to re-emerge differently you know you have you know these major airlines like delta that you know were canceling orders for jets that they had in uh, they're already coming up with a strategy of, of how to deal with this afterwards. And the fact that I just mentioned in the beginning of the podcast that the regional carriers are not necessarily at this point in time right now. I mean, this could all change tomorrow. Everything changes daily in this 
in this world where, I mean, it's craziness, but uh, the regionals are not able to get any, their hands on any of that money that the government sent out. That is huge. I don't know that, I, I mean, somebody's got to be putting the, you know, right. together. but I mean, the regional carriers account for, if you look at a United, an American, a Delta, those regional carriers account for 50%, half of their departures, easy. Um, to, you know, to get people to a hub where they get on a big jet to go wherever, right. or they go to a hub and get on another small jet. So if uh, some of these majors let these regional carriers die, um, it's going to be a complete redesign of, of how everything works because, right. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they, they're already starting to plan for it, but that's, that's big. And then what's going to happen with all those regional pilots is, you know, that's going to take care of any shortages that the majors had because those guys are going to flock over there um if they even need anybody probably not <laughs> but, right uh, right it's it's going to be interesting here yeah I mean, yeah right right yeah so you know we we uh obviously sell a product you and i do to help get people into aviation and it's uh, right what we want to do is encourage people to become pilots and one thing I do want to say is, is, you know, no one knows what the future holds, but one theory, and I think it is a very viable theory, is, yeah, it's bad now, but this was a, this was a virus, if you really think about it. This is not, this was something that no one could control that is a virus that's scaring people to go places and do things. Once there's a vaccine for this virus, and then everybody can operate freely and do what they want, and demand comes back, uh, it may not necessarily snap back like what, uh, you know, the president wants to say, which I hope he's right, but it may not. But once the vaccine comes out and there's treatment, it is going to come back. Now, if it comes back to the level where it was at before, where we had a pilot shortage, the pilot shortage is going to be much, much worse because, yeah, absolutely. you know, not only did they not hire all this time, they laid off everybody and then you got to retrain everything and then demand is going to uh, uh, come back probably faster than they can react. And, you know, if you're a new pilot wanting to get into flying, uh, it takes a couple years anyway. I mean, if you use our fastest method, you can do it maybe a year, but realistically it's probably two years. Uh, so you, you might be at an unbelievable time. So if somebody's laid off right now watching and they're thinking about doing a career change or something, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, but I mean, it's possible you could be in good shape, you know? Right. Yeah, actually. And I was, I've been saying that from the get go. Um, it's only, absolutely. We were already in an unprecedented pilots shortage, something we we had never been that deep and that bad. I mean, maybe this will be a little bit of a, a leveling out thing, period or whatever, but once everything spins back up and for the airlines, it'll probably be, you know, a couple of years or whatever, but we'll be right back there again and worse. I 100% yeah. agree. So if you were ever thinking about, you know, becoming a pilot, I mean, greatest time ever. And, you know, yeah, we've been talking about all this bad stuff. I guess we're, we're kind of switching gears into what's good right now, right? Yeah, yes. um, I couldn't help it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. No, it's great. We need to, <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, the flight training thing. You know, um, there are some schools that are shut down, but there are many 
uh, flight schools that are still operating. In Florida, uh, flight training was deemed, um, uh, what's the word? I, my mind just went blank. Necessary. Uh, uh, yeah, essential. 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 That's what I'm trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> so flight training <laughs> is essential. Um, and, uh, you know, there's schools here in, in the Cincinnati area where we're at that are still operating. And the AOPA put out uh, some guidelines on, you know, conducting flight training and, you know, keeping safe, you know, whatever, doing it yeah. safely without spreading stuff. So absolutely. I mean, by the time everything spins back up, uh, if you started today, you will be in the prime time, perfect position in line to yeah. get hired instantly. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so hang in there. I mean, don't totally post your bubble. Unfortunately, you know, if, if you're unemployed, you may not have the money to start your training and, and we get all that stuff. But, you right. know, um, just take everything one day at a time and, uh, uh, you know, be be thankful for where you're at right now and, and uh, you know, try to use this time. I mean, geez, oh, Pete, I mean, you and I have a lot of off time, but this is ridiculous. Man. Right. Like, well, I mean, what? you definitely you could definitely be using this time to get a game plan together. You know, and that's yeah. one of the things our program, the Propile Playbook, uh, does. It it helps you put that game. Actually, it gives you the game plan, you know, to right. get there the fastest, cheapest way possible. And this podcast wasn't necessarily meant to be a commercial. But, I mean, getting your game plan together, start your training. It's it's a great time to be studying for the written tests, you know, uh, yeah. which can be done. You know, you just take a couple lessons and you could start working on that written. Um yeah, I mean, just yeah, such a great time for, for for somebody wanting to get into the aviation world. Right, right. Yeah, it's a good time for any personal development because it's not going uh, anywhere. Humans are still going to need to fly around in airplanes. <laughs> it will be right. back. You know, and I'm a strong believer in investing in yourself. You know, I mean, look at what the market's doing. It's it's uh, crashed. Real estate's crashed. But you invest in yourself, that usually gives you the best return. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this, too, will pass, and we're all going to come out of this on the other end and be a lot smarter. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a real eye-opener for me. I mean, we both were pilots during 9-11, saw that. You right. know, we, we worked during the financial crisis in uh, this one, just how rapidly, how we can go from – four four weeks ago at this in this unbelievable position in aviation and really the entire country and world for that matter and then like this man it's just uh uh shaking like a snow globe <laughs> yeah i got uh i got furloughed from my first airline right after 9 11. okay and, uh, which which eventually well actually they did call me back but it took uh um I mean, it took like a year or something for them to call me back. By that time, I had already found another job, and I didn't, I didn't go back. But oh uh, yeah, so yeah, let's tell the viewers, uh, talk about the furlough process and how that works in an airline and what that means and your seniority number and and all that. So what what's so no one's gotten furloughed yet, uh, but when the funding runs out, it'll probably happen. So so what happens? So you know, in every here's here's the basic idea of what the furlough is it's it's a uh, instead of being laid off you know being fired you have no more job or whatever you and i we explain this in another podcast i believe also but oh, okay. um, yeah you're you're actually sent home you're done working no pay 
and you're assigned a number. It's you know based on your seniority number usually. And uh, after everything is over and the airline or economy or whatever the problem was uh, recuperates and stabilizes and they need to bring people back on, they will call people back up in the order of their seniority. And then at that point, you're going to have to go back to training because it's probably been over, you know, if it's been over six months, you're going to have to go back and get in the sim and, right. and all that kind of stuff. But it's just a, it's a way of, you know, putting people in standby and, and not paying them and uh, yeah, keeping guys hanging out. Don't you still get your travel benefits and stuff? Well, that's, uh, is there anything? You know what? I, it's possible, probably. Yeah. I would, I would think yes, but you know, again, that's going to be an airline-specific thing. I, I can't you imagine can get unemployment and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't imagine uh, you not having your travel thing. What'd you say about unemployment? And they can collect unemployment, obviously, and all that stuff. Yeah, they're not getting paid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. All but, right. I mean, most guys go out. I know furloughed airline guys, you know, they'll go out and try to find some corporate gig or whatever, but that's not going to exist now. I mean, because those, <laughs> yeah. none of those people are looking for pilots either. Right. At the moment. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, several months here to see how this all shakes out, but we hope the best, prepare for the best or worst and hope for the best. And, um, you know, like you said, this this will pass and, Hopefully, we're in a better spot in a couple of years than we ever were. Absolutely. I. I mean, what's the alternative? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can work at Amazon, man. They're drivers. Yeah, they're hiring drivers. <laughs> oh man, yeah, they're blowing up, right? Yeah, yeah. Go Good. fly freight. Those jobs are going to be yeah. flooded. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Those freight guys aren't going to need any pilots. They're going to be uh, going to be lying out the door, guys trying to get over there to fly uh, Amazon boxes around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep your questions coming, guys. We love that. We got a few we're going to address in another podcast that wasn't coronavirus related, but uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, and we love questions. Any guys have questions about the market and starting your training or whatever? Yep. Uh, send them over and we'll we'll address them live we got one good one we're gonna do in our next one a person sent about six good questions yeah actually i'm staring at it right now he sent 10 questions 10 okay yeah yeah Great. 10 questions they're they're all over the place we might break that into a couple different episodes and hit some more people too but yeah it's a podcast at propilotplaybook.com if you want to send us a question and uh again thanks for tuning in folks you can if you're listening to this on the podcast channel, you know, you can go to the YouTube and actually see uh, see my bearded face and Mike's uh, command post he's sitting <laughs> in there. Um, or if you're on YouTube and whatever, you want to listen on the podcast, it's there too. Anyway, but thanks for tuning in, folks. And uh, we'll keep these things coming weekly here for you. Yes, stay safe and, uh, and uh, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks a lot.